Business Matters podcast. Today we're going to be talking R&D tax credits with senior tax advisor Matt Reed. Matt has 16 years experience in the tax team at a top 10 accountancy firm and prior to that Matt spent three years as an HMRC tax inspector. Welcome Matt, thank you for talking to me. What are we going to be talking about today? Oh, we're going to be talking about R&D tax credits, that's research and development tax credits. I've heard about R&D tax credits, but what is research and development? What kind of Uh, qualifies as research and development? It's, it's, the definition has sort of evolved over uh, a number of years. I think now it's looking at sort of innovation in your particular industry, sort of overcoming a particular problem that you couldn't find an answer from sort of easily from available resources or, you know, developing a sort of brand new product. It's not many sort of uh, working in labs wearing white coats. It's not necessarily sort of just aimed at that, although clearly that is R&D, but it's it's more practical solutions to, to issues as well. Who would it be that would this would be applicable to? It would be applicable to um, small and medium-sized companies in the main. What kind of things can you apply for for this? What R&D tax credits does for you, it um, gives the company the ability to identify a certain amount of expenditure and say that's um, money they've spent on R&D activity and then they get an enhancement to that expenditure which they can then either set against their uh, corporation tax liability or if it creates a, a, a loss for that year they can either carry it back to a previous year's profits or you can surrender it to the revenue in effect for a sort of payable tax credit so cash in your hand defined as R&D for, for tax purposes. So what type of things have you seen and come across your desk that looks obvious to you uh, but may not be obvious to somebody else that that is actually research and development that's going on there? Um, I mean an interesting one I suppose was one of our clients who uh, are involved in agriculture and you know they, they sort of grow a variety of crops um, in this country and they've had to sort of think about how they can adapt their variety of crops to, to, to suit sort of consumers' desires and needs. So they've had to think about new ways of irrigation, increasing yield on, on, on their farm work in sort of thinking and, and developing that, you know, will be regarded as R&D, which, okay. you know, to, to some people would just, they wouldn't consider it to be, so... So do you think there are many people actively working out there, doing stuff in their businesses, and they're not aware that it's actually research and development? Absolutely, yes. Um, you know, some people just think, well, you know, I've got a problem, I've got to find a solution, and away they go. But, you know, in finding that solution, they've probably sort of engaged in some sort of R&D activity, and therefore, you know, they've got the basis of a, of a claim for, for this tax relief. So why is this tax relief so exciting? How much can you actually get back? In terms of uh, sort of refunds, if you can set it against your or your own tax liability or for, for that year or the previous year, you're getting sort of nineteen uh, p in the pound back, but that's on the enhanced amount. So it's almost sort of doubling your money in effect in that, in that regard. And then if you're surrendering it back to the revenue for a payable tax credit, then you're getting fourteen and a half p back for per per pound of claim. So you know that, like I say, it's effectively money for nothing. So for a, 
uh, a small company that's just in the early stages of sort of developing a product that can be a, a valuable source of cash flow and you know help it to, to, to continue trading in the future. The government have been really encouraging sort of businesses to to, to consider and make R&D tax relief claims because they want you know the UK to be seen as a, uh, a country where we're sort of open for business and open to, to people to develop and, and, and grow their, their products um, and therefore it's got a lot more sort of traction in recent years. Maybe you're working in professional services. Is mm. there, have you seen people who have used R&D for that as well, not necessarily a product? Yes, or a... I mean, yes, I have. In professional services, they probably employ a lot of sort of software products in their business or software systems. And um, sometimes they have to sort of develop a particular sort of system that they can't buy off the shelf. It has to be a sort of bespoke system to suit their needs. And, and in developing that, they quite often will have um, undertaken some sort of R&D activity to try and make sure that they get a product that's suitable for their needs. And again, you know, there's the basis for the claim there, sort of based on, on that software that they've developed. Are people surprised by how much they can get back? I think they are. I think they're surprised that they can make a claim in the first place because they probably quite often don't consider that they're undertaking any sort of R&D activity, you know, going back to the the idea of you know laboratories with men in white coats you know some of the businesses we deal with are sort of uh, factories and they wouldn't have thought that they they are engaged in R and D activity but so when you tell them that they probably can make a claim it is a pleasant surprise to them you know is it large sums of money that people can recover it can be fairly large sums of money I think the average sort of claim per revenue statistics is in the region of thirty five to forty thousand pounds a year in fact it might be more than that so you know that's just the average um, one we dealt with recently that they, they got back sort of a couple of hundred thousand pounds so it is you know it is worthwhile sort of considering it I've also read that it's one of those ones every time the budget comes around you always wonder are they going to slice away at R&D do you mm. think that's something that's going to happen I haven't got a crystal ball but my gut feeling would be no, and especially, um, and not wanting to mention the B word, but post-Brexit, the government will want to ensure that this country is seen as a as a, a good place for new business and innovative business. And I think R&D tax credit is a way of demonstrating that. So to take it away would be a backward step, in my opinion. So HMRC, are they more benevolent when it comes to R&D? I think they take a, uh, a broad brush approach when they're, when they're sort of reviewing claims and I, I think they will always try to, to consider a claim sympathetically. Um, they, they're, they're having sort of problems at the moment in terms of staffing levels because I know um, repayments are taking longer than they should to, to come through. But now overall, I think you know HMRC are being encouraged to... to, to treat any sort of reasonable claim as, as quickly as possible. What kind of expenditure can you claim for? Um, in the main, um, you'd look to claim for uh, costs of employees that are engaged in, in, in R&D activity. Um, but also, you, if you then also have to engage with some sort of subcontractors, if you get the work uh, outsourced to a certain extent, then 
that cost can also be brought into a claim and they're the two main costs that you're looking to, to include. So people that are involved in the, uh, a lot of robotic process automation, that kind of thing, where they're bringing consultants in? Yes, yep. That, That's R&D? Those, that consultants, yeah, and those consultant costs would be what you base the claim on. So I think the most difficult thing is, as you've said, you know, you think it's to do with the scientists in yes. white coats, but yeah. to get over that, mm-hmm. how do you get across to clients that this isn't just about people in white coats and scientists? Yeah. Do you have any practical examples of people where they've actually developed something specific to their company or industry? A recent sort of claim we're looking at is for a sort of printing business where the industry has sort of changed from sort of large-scale print jobs to, to small-scale, very last-minute digital printing. And, and this company has had to develop a process that to enable it to, to handle those, those small um, jobs in a sort of efficient, um, cost-efficient manner. And that process in, in, in getting from A to B has involved sort of R&D activity and, you know, has been the basis of a claim for the past couple of years for them were they initially surprised that that was an R&D themselves? I think the answer would be yes, they would have been surprised. They, they would have just thought, well, that's just part of the changing nature of business. But you know, in order to achieve that change, they've had to sort of under, uh, undertake some research and, and development of a sort of new process, and therefore it, it's R&D for tax purposes. And those reliefs that they've received, they're life-changing for that business, I'm guessing. It, it's certainly a, um, a big... Philip to their sort of cash flow. Thank you very much for joining me, Matt, Thank to talk you. about this. That's all right.